welcome to the Inspire Podcast. My name is Kyle Hastings, and I will be sharing stories and talking with everyday people who will encourage, will inspire, and will motivate. Throughout my journey of life, I have been very lucky to meet many beautiful people with amazing stories of transformation and growth. Inspire is here to bring out the best of you. Enjoy the show. All right, so we tried this a little bit ago, but we had headphones on. We were trying to figure out, well, I was trying to figure out how we had some static issues here, which uh, didn't sound too good in the ears. Initially, it sounded awesome because it sounded like this was like a professional recording studio and you can hear yourself in a stereo sound and I can hear you in stereo sound. But now we're back to real life sound where we hear the fan. We might hear Sarah close the door. The kids might start fighting. Because right. yeah, because we are in the uh, Katie Kelly called it the Kitchen Studios. I like it. TKS, the Kitchen Studios. Kitchen studio. Mm-hmm. But recently, this is where a lot of the podcasts have gone down, such as the most recent drop on Monday. I don't know if you've dove into that one at all. I know you've been very busy. Mom, mom's doing better, and everyone's yes. doing good. Thank God for that. Yep. Yep. No, I, I briefly, I briefly saw it and I was just like, I gotta talk to Kyle. And then you called. I'm like, oh, well, no better time than the present to talk. Yeah. And let me tell you, once you listen to it, I was a complete mess. Why? It was just, I don't know if I was like having a menopause moment. My <laughs> hormones dropped and I was a train wreck. Really? Yeah. There were some tough questions for me that, that were asked. And, and one of them was like, what's my favorite movie? Uh-huh. And I started talking about that, and I just like lost it. I'm like, oh my god! And then what was like one of the most powerful moments, victories for me during this uh, weight transformation? Mm-hmm. Lost it. And then it, then I found a letter that I like. I wrote like a little journal mm-hmm. of like when I was really heavy. I'm like, you know what? This might be the perfect time to read this. But I've never read it out loud. I've just wrote it as like my own little diary entry in my phone. Yeah. And Sarah didn't even hear it. So. I read it. I couldn't even read it. Like it was like reading like a homily at a funeral. It was just like drool crying to spit all over the microphone. I'm just like going, <gasps> oh my god, just like, a mess. Wait, 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 wait. Oh, it was horrible. You, you're telling me that you were like bawling your eyes out. Yeah, I was, and, and that's why. I, it, oh yeah, yeah. It's, it's it was insane, wow. and and that was a part of the the name. You know why I called it. You know, talk about being vulnerable. Open yourself to being vulnerable mm-hmm. because change doesn't happen until. You lay it all on the table. You you lay your ass on the line. Completely. You know? And um, I didn't know when. I, I planned on reading that eventually. I didn't know when I was going to read it. Read that that little journal I wrote. Mm-hmm. I figured that was a good time because you know I already was a half a mess. So I might as well just dive all the way into the mess. <laughs> and embrace the mess. Kyle. I embraced the mess. And I was a train wreck. But we, we were an hour and a half into it. I'm like, you know, I might as well just go for the gold. <laughs> and wow! Yeah, and it's it's uh it's about three hours. We 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 talked for about three hours. Okay, but it was uh, a lot of hard hitting questions Tracy Sullivan asked, and okay. you know I, I got nothing to hide. You know I got nothing to hide and and ask you know and answering any of these questions or you know sure. just like how when I talk to people they tell me their insides and you know they spill the beans and they get vulnerable. You know, and Tracy's like, well, I got questions for you. I'm like, okay, well, I'm on the other side. And I, I use this analogy with Katie Kelly podcast that will be coming out next week. And then with, with Tracy's, because I felt like Kubu Gooding Jr. and Jerry Maguire, when he's sitting on the chair at the end of the, 
and he's just like this old, this hard, hardened football player. And then they ask a question, and he just loses it. I was like, my God, this happened. But you know, that's wow. the uh, that's part of this. I guess part of this show is people tell me their stories, you know, and there's some tough stories that they share. And this was my tough story, but I didn't plan on doing that, and it was a mess. But I think that that shows a lot. I mean, the whole genuine aspect, you know, of it all. And, and that's what these podcasts are about, are just, you know, very genuine, you know. And I think that the listeners would really appreciate, you know, when they listen to it, you know, hearing about your story and also seeing, you know, Mr. Big Tough Guy here, you know, showing his vulnerabilities. There's something to be said for that. And there's there's nothing wrong with that, no, that everyone should... All. You know, everyone needs to not put up uh, a facade of, you know, of being hard. Or I know I always say that, you know, and I, I copy it off of David Goggins, stay hard. But you got to be real. You got to be a human. Human have mm-hmm. Humans have emotion. You have to show that because if you bottle it up, you know, it's like the sweeping the dirt underneath the rug. Eventually the dirt's going to come out and there's so much dirt underneath the rug you won't be able to clean it up because right. it's so uncontrollable. I think that's sort of, you know, the whole the theme of this is just to make sure that something that I said in that podcast might possibly positively affect somebody, one person, then right. it's a victory. Just like all the other podcasts, that if it affects one person, it's a home run. I don't care if this had broadcasted to 10,000 people or one person. As long as one person, I changed someone's life or, or someone's story changed somebody's life or something about the podcast changed one person's life or gave them that fire or gave them that hope to move on to the next day to like hey we're gonna get them again tomorrow it's a win right you know, i think that's a win i think you posted something too recently on social media about you'd gotten some feedback i think from somebody i think it may have even been today yeah or somebody had you know come back and you're like you know this is why i'm doing this this is you know precisely why because you're encouraging somebody i think it was something regarding weight loss if i'm not mistaken yes am i am i right you're or, right on okay. yeah I, I i just got that and i asked for permission if i could screenshot it and i took the uh some information out just some compromising you know just to yeah, protect sure. identity but I saw it, it made me smile. You know, I, I was having a, a crappy day yesterday and I got it. I saw it. I'm just like, this is what it's about. This is what, you know, this this Unsprayed podcast is about the mission. It's getting a message like that. Or I got a, another message a couple of weeks ago from somebody or I get the one-offs of somebody at school pickup, at the kids pickup saying, mm-hmm. I've listened to two podcasts and the other one's yours and it's amazing. Thank you. That's awesome. That's what it's about, right? Totally. That's what it's about. So thank you. 100%. It's a smile. You know, just like how we were talking a couple of weeks ago, uh, you were having the rough day. That you, you were not a coffee bean. No. <laughs> you were not a coffee bean that day, but it's the acknowledgement of the individual or all you have to do is look somebody in the eye and say thank you or just acknowledge that they're there. Right. And that's a win. That right. could get that person over that hump for that day that they might be thinking, I don't want to go over that anymore. Yeah. I'm done. But if you say, hi, Bev, how are you? And that might be the best thing for you because no one has asked you ever in the last week or day or hours or months. Hi, Bev, how are you today? Tell me how you are. Right? right. That, it's Yeah, it's, it's amazing. Yeah, it's a great feeling, a great feeling for acknowledgement. All right, so we brought you on. We, again, I go back to my multi-personality. I've been saying we a lot. 
and like I have like this whole team <laughs> of people here, and it's just me, Nala usually, but Nala's not coming down. Sarah already retired, went to bed. Kids are in bed. I yelled at them for fighting because we got important business we have to talk about. <laughs> But I want to learn some things, and I think this would be uh, very beneficial because we do have a lot of female listeners. Sure. You're a working mom. <laughs> yes. You have two younger children. They're not like super young, but they're still young. Right. Right. Uh, yeah. I mean, seven-year-old and a 10-year-old, so they both keep me extremely busy, um, which is something I love because I'm encouraging them to being a lot of extracurricular activities. I mean, ultimately, when you think about it, Kyle, you can sit at home and watch TV or you can be out and about maybe, I don't know, doing something, learning something, interacting with people. And I think especially after the past, what, year, 18 months, almost two years that we've had, I'd rather them be around people and, you know, interacting. But yes, it's, you know, between the two kids, working, activities, Playing the you know the chauffeur or glorified Uber driver, whichever yeah. one you want, it's it's a lot. It is. It's it's a lot, and I know firsthand, you know, with Sarah on how much she does mm-hmm. as the mom. You have you had big news you shared with us a little bit earlier that uh, your younger your your son made like the lead role or a yes. big time role yes. in, the, in the school play musical or some productions musical. Correct. That's awesome. So that means that you just got one more thing you got to drive them to. Exactly. Exactly. Yes. So there are days where moms say, I had enough. They say that all the time. That's like a, that's like a stable. You're laughing. It's the truth. I, and I call it, they lose their SH dash T. Yeah. At least they, they they lose their, their SH dash T yes. often. I mean, it just cause it piles up on you. It, it definitely adds up. Yeah, I mean, you've got to have broad Oh, shoulders. look at this. Who comes back downstairs to get in this conversation? Come, come on, pull you, up a chair. Do you blame Miss Sarah? She'll I talk. mean, seriously. So what I want, I want to cover this show. Okay. Are pointers for the dads. And, oh, wow. And these are the pointers for the dads as well as the moms that could totally relate to you or relate to Sarah or relate to any of the moms of the things that dads can do to make sure the, the moms don't lose their, we're going to call it their sheet, S-H-E-E-T, <laughs> because I don't want to get an explicit rating. So their sheets, moms wow. lose their sheets, <laughs> S-H-E-E-T-S. We're so, talking about laundry here. So sheets. yeah, the, the laundry that moms just go nuts over. Right. So what, what are, so you start your day, okay, first thing in the morning. Right. What time? Yeah. So my my day usually starts about five fifteen, five thirty. If if I'm if I'm generous to myself with an extra fifteen minutes. Of okay. So we'll in. say five fifteen. Yes. I'm going to pause you there. Yes. Throughout the day, now starting at five fifteen. Yes. You have all these little tiny, and since you brought up laundry, mm-hmm. all these little pieces of laundry in your basket, and your basket is you your your mental state for that day, mm-hmm. and there's continuous pieces loaded into it. And eventually that laundry is going to overflow out of the basket, right? Yes. So let's talk about, again, beneficial to us dads and moms are going to relate. Each one of those little pieces of laundry that keep adding up into the basket. But the twist is how could me as a, as a dad or, and as a husband, a spouse or significant other, whoever's listening and however their fam- family dynamics are, how could we limit those pieces of laundry 
that keep adding up into the laundry basket, which is your mental, uh, your emotional, your just overall mom feeling. By the time 8 p.m. comes, you don't need that mom time. You don't need to drink that three bottles of wine. You don't need to lose your sheet, S-H-E-E-T, because because now we know of mom doesn't like this or this irks her or all the little things that add up to the overflowing laundry basket. So at 5.15, your laundry basket is empty. So this is something Sarah had no clue I was going to be talking about either. And I didn't brief you one bit on this. And I'll tell you the truth. I didn't brief myself on it because it just came came to me. This is this is a very hot topic. This is something that, you know, that could definitely be helping a lot of households, specifically dads who listen to this, but moms will totally relate to it. Because tell me one mom that you guys know that haven't lost their sheets since this is laundry analogy based. They haven't lost their sheets by the end of the day. Specifically like a day like today, where you guys had to work all day, you had to get up, you had to do this, you had to do that. And then you got mopey me or mopey husband or mopey significant other and you got kids chipping away putting pieces of dirty laundry in your laundry basket Ooh. to the point where you overflow. So, 515. Wow, this is this is so loaded, Kyle. Oh my gosh. It's not it? loaded because it's helpful. It's it, helpful it for is. the listeners and yeah. not only helpful for the significant other listeners. And Sarah can chime in too on this. You can pull up a chair. There's a chair right here. That <laughs> these are, you know, this is stuff that will help. These This is a helpful, helpful topic that is encouraging inspiring and motivating how about that how about that tie-in wow yep that's amazing yep wow. well so you can sit there and i'll sit here wow Five fifteen. Five fifteen is, is really is really early in the morning and i think well go there's on. a lot of different things that kind of go into it if you think about it um i'll be married 18 years 18 years come october <laughs> Nice. 18 beautiful years. Prince Charming himself. Going on a million. Um, (laughs) But I think at like this point, at least I I can speak from my relationship at this point, I think Tim knows how I tick. I know how he ticks and and he knows what buttons to push and not push depending on what he needs to get. So 515, I, I start my day and you know where Tim's at? Still snoring away with the CPAP going and what have you. I love the CPAP. Oh my by the gosh, way. it's like a whole yeah. It's like living with Lord Vader or something like that. I sound like Bane from The Dark Knight. <laughs> so on a good day, Tim will be already up and actually working out and maybe going for a walk. Okay, and I've been very encouraging to him because somebody's got to take care of these kids. So there's a lot of you know things that need to get done and. I, I'm a control freak and this is part of my problem. No, I know you're shocked. I know. Stop. So I, I just have a certain way that I like things to be done, certain things to do. I, there's certain things I try to accomplish in the morning. So at least I feel like I'm getting things going, but I feel like even getting up at five fifteen is not enough to be honest with you. It's like I should be getting up earlier because the person that suffers, I hate to say it in all this, is usually myself because Tim's working out, Tim's doing things, and, well, I don't get that time because I'm taking care of the kids' stuff. Now, I will say, Tim is an excellent spouse. He is a very much a hands-on dad. Um, he 
knew that my laundry basket was pretty full and I was ready to lose my sheets today. Today. So this happened today. today. Yeah. So Tim didn't brief me on to talk about this either because he didn't. I don't know anything about you losing your sheets right. today. And yeah. maybe coming here is going to help lessing the sheets out of your laundry basket. I, I always feel like when I come here, this is my like therapy. Really? Yes, it you is. Feel it's very therapeutic. It is very therapeutic to talk about things. Okay. I, I felt, I've felt much better a lot of times when I've left these podcasts where I'm like, you know, it, it gives you some perspective and kind of helps to ground you. So thank you. Well, that and the opportunity yeah and i don't bill you for it too i i know it's it's cheaper than therapy mm-hmm. very cheaper <laughs> listen to the inspirate podcast yes. yes but um i had come down from a very long day at work this is our busy season so i worked probably until about quarter six almost six o'clock and you know kids need to do homework and etc etc i actually came downstairs kids were done with homework tim had facilitated that and get this he went ahead and he sat them down and he's trying to get them to establish goals and has these notebooks in front of them where he's like, I want you to write down your goals on what you want to do to be better. And I'm like going, what is going on? That's awesome. It is. And it's seven and 10. I'm like, okay. And you know, a lot of it's, you know, I want to play violin better. I need to spend more time playing the piano, et cetera, et cetera. Cause you know, the kids are very musically inclined, which they've got a talent and I refuse to let them quit because it's so easy to, it gets hard. Oh, I'm tired. You know, I've got a million excuses, but I refuse because someday, maybe 10, 20 years from now, they're going to say, thanks mom. Thanks mom for pushing me and continuing to make sacrifices so that we can go ahead and, you know, go for the lessons and continue to do this. But anyway, I'd come downstairs. They're doing this. Tim had kind of heated up some dinner. So he had taken care of a lot of the tasks at the end of the day. And I was very grateful for that because with work being so stressful and just like little things, you know, you get a note from the teacher. Can you go ahead and order this book? And by the way, we're going to do these other two books. And then you're like, you know, one minute you're on the phone call, you know, with work, then you're trying to like order off of Amazon to, you know, fulfill that, get that in time. There's just a lot of, you know, things to juggle, you know, emailing teachers and trying to, you know, I've got elderly, you know, parents and trying to take care of them. And, you know, there's, there's just a lot to juggle, but I'll tell you, if you've got the right partner and that's what marriage should be about is a partnership. And I'm lucked out. I I do have a true partner who, through you know, better or worse, and there's been a lot of worse lately. Yeah, I know. <laughs> we we've banded together and we tag team it, yeah. and it's the best thing. So well, Sarah leases me. It's not a partnership. <laughs> she leases me. We're on a monthly contract. So far, it's worked out for the last <laughs> eighteen years since I met you. Well, since you met me, how about I rephrase? Wow. <laughs> All right. So each one of those yes. little tiny teacher's notes by this you would yeah. consider that a piece of laundry being put into the laundry basket yeah because it's just another task something else that you have to remember to do right so if it's you know order this book or oh hey you know um basketball tryouts are going to be coming up so now i've got to go ahead and email the coach to go okay well, what, what's all involved in this because my kid's in xyz already can he now do this if he's interested? And can you give me an idea of when this is going to start? And then, you know, the calendar just starts to explode because you're running one to dance, one to flag football, one to doing this. And, you know, 
it's yeah, it's a lot. And it's each lot. one of those, even the future planning, would yes. add on to that day's laundry being put into the laundry basket. Oh yeah, yeah. So five fifteen, you wake up. Yes. You make sure that obviously you probably do your stuff first. Uh, get yourself ready. No, I haven't showered in no, days. No, nothing. So when do you get the no. kids up? Uh, I get them up at about six thirty. So you got uh, an hour and fifteen minutes from five fifteen to six thirty. Correct. So as yes. a partner, yes. What are certain things that will lessen or lessen the laundry pile starting that early, and give you that unnecessary, uh, worrisome time where you could f- worry about you. You can you can work on you. Um. Because every every family right. that I know, there's not a lot. Well, there's a handful of them, but mm-hmm. I mean, pretty much on the most part, it's work, both working parents. Yes, we both, you know, you, you both have your morning responsibilities. Mm-hmm. But as a father, I will admit, I would very happily admit that Sarah does a lot of the stuff with the kids mm-hmm. in the morning. You know, there's certain things that you know that we share duties on, but on the most part, well, they get up by themselves now, right? No, well, Kyle does. Well, I mean, they have to get up. Mm-hmm. I go to the gym first. Okay. But Sarah's here at the gym, at the in the garage gym. But Sarah does pretty much majority of the stuff until mm-hmm. I get home at 6.30. And then for some reason, I'll say, guys, let's get the dishes done. And then I think that's like seven pieces of laundry at once put in Sarah's basket because she's been asking them for the last 45 minutes. To let's get right. the dishes done, and they don't right. listen. They don't even acknowledge, and it drives me up a wall. Mm-hmm. And then I just say it once, and then they all come upstairs. So it's like another piece of seven pieces of laundry mm-hmm. in Sarah's laundry basket. What are some of the things in in your perspective that can help in that partnership in the very beginning of the day, in the most chaotic part of the day? Because sometimes when you go to work, that's like a release. That's like oh. Now I get just to focus on this part. I don't have to worry about three other lives getting out the door and getting themselves fixed and set. And when you go to work, it's like you're escape from home sometimes because you don't have to deal with the home issue. Now you just got to deal with work issue. True, true. Um, so the other aspect, at least for me, and I think a lot of people right now, is the whole I'm working from home. <laughs> So you never really completely escape things. And sometimes it's very difficult to separate your day-to-day work from, you know, the things that you need to do at home. People have had different tips and tricks that they've, you know, said these are good ways to separate. I'll be honest with you. I kind of enjoy my solitude in the morning because it's my time just to be like, okay, I'm waking up. I'm unloading the dishwasher. I'm reloading the dishwasher. I'm filling up water bottles. I'm making lunches. I'm setting out uniforms. I'm trying to fold up clothes. I'm putting new clothes in the washer. Then I got to call my parents, make sure everybody's okay. You know, see what their days, you know, like. The other thing too is with, you know, my mom just getting out of the rehab for her knee. It's a lot of physical therapy. It's it's schedules. You've got these people calling you at all hours of the day and night, which is fine to schedule things. So, you know, you're writing calendars. You're doing this. You're making sure everybody's got their homework done. You're Then you're finally waking them up. And then, you know, of course, my daughter's super spoiled. And I'm probably like one of the few moms that gives their daughter a piggyback ride in the morning down to the breakfast table. <laughs> 
I was expecting you to say like you were dressed up as like the pipe hyper playing a flute, <laughs> just coming in like, honey, it's time to get up and playing like green sleeves. Well, well it's <laughs> Is kinda, that name of the song green sleeves. It's kind of funny you say that because yeah. I do go ahead and I will either sing songs or I will play songs. So because they're both in musicals now, um, like you had mentioned, Kyle, that, you know, John's got a lead role. Actually, Anna has a lead role, too, in a different musical. Um, so. I will go ahead and select songs and I will wake them up to that. But then it's, you know, okay, we want to hug, you know, and good morning, whatever, bring them yeah. downstairs, get breakfast going. And then, you know, I'm like, well, I'd, I'd like to shower. So I, I picture you, know? you like walking into the room with like a flute, <laughs> just playing this You're like children, children, <sighs> Timothy, dear, wake up. Oh, God. <laughs> Timothy and children, wake up. I have breakfast. T- T- Tim can't hear me over the CPAP. <laughs> the CPAP sounds like a like a vacuum right. from like 1970. Just like, yeah, I'm like, oh my god. Honey, take off your breathing machine. It's time to get up. <laughs> I have eggs and sausage made for everybody. Oh god, <laughs> it's, it's called a it's called a, a toaster ego waffle. Yeah. If you're like, get your ass up. <laughs> you know? put something in the microwave. Yeah, I'm not messing. <laughs> you know. And then, like, I go to, a, I, then I'm the one that I, I, I want to participate. So what do I do? I go ahead, get the kids loaded up, and we go to school. I'm the one that drives them. I'm the one that, I don't just drop them off. I like to walk them up because it's my little time, you know, with them. And they want to give, you know, hugs and kisses, even at, you know, 7 and 10. I'm going to take every Absolutely. last one. Absolutely. Okay. So, you know, we do that. Then I hop back in the car. Then it's a rush to get home. And then I'm like, I'm going to make myself a cup of coffee. Maybe I might have a little breakfast, but that's like cheese and crackers. I mean, I hate to say it, but it's just like grab whatever you can because with working from home, I have to punch a clock. So I have to literally log in and punch my cl- and punch a clock. And then the floodgates open and you start getting into your emails. And one by one, things are escalating. There's some very nice people. Let me just say it. There's some very, very nice customers that I have. But there are some that have been pushing my buttons. And let me tell you, they will fill up that laundry basket quicker than you can believe. And I've had that this week, even today. And I, at one point, I just wanted to say, honey, <laughs> for this for this salary, this little bitty salary that I'm making, which is probably the equivalent of working at McDonald's, I'm not putting up with this. But of course, you smile and you take it. And then when you hang up the phone, you know, you lose your sheets and your laundry basket kind of comes unhinged and what have you. So so for those first two hours. Yes. Before you become unhinged. Mm-hmm. <laughs> before you go like full out Michael Douglas and falling down and walking oh, through the I streets of Los I Angeles. Yeah, I have a falling down moment about once a week. <laughs> what what could be done to help in, in that two hours of when you're you got a full team what could be done to help where you're going into work and your laundry basket has two pieces of sheets in there i think it would help like if if tim would help me tag team the kids so for instance if i do some of the front end things so you're say a spouse i don't want to throw tim under the 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 bus like sure but a, a significant a, other or a yes a, yeah just a significant other right. you know um what have you if if they could go ahead and kind of you know tag team it so maybe you do things on the front end your spouse does things on the back end maybe when the kids get up then that's when 
your spouse goes ahead and kind of takes over and says, okay, I, you know, 6.30 to 7, you got a half hour now. Why don't you go take a shower? Why don't you go just just chill out or even just have a, have a moment to yourself because you've already been doing all this work. Now you've got to just kind of, you know, gain your, your Zen or your, you know, your place and, you know, I'll take the kids and then you, you know, you really want to go and drop them off at school. Okay. Well then, you know, you pick up in a half an hour, you know, when the kids are ready to go. And if he, if he or she or whoever could make sure the kids are, you know, fed that they've they've got everything because I can't tell you how many times you're walking out of the house and they're missing a lunchbox or they're missing a water bottle or a mask or their backpack or what have you or they left it in the car when you think that they took it bottom line is you don't have the time to run you know you drive all the way back home and then you're like oh shit I've got to come back and drop off the lunchbox because I need my kid to have that. So I think tag teaming it, like maybe if, if, if you're comfortable with doing some of the the chores and tasks and if it makes you happy, you know, you do them on the front end. And then when the kids get up, perhaps the spouse takes over some of those responsibilities. So then you gain a half an hour back to take care of yourself, you know? Um, Do you find that more with the younger children? Like, I, you don't have older children, but just because your daughter is still relatively younger, where, I mean, she can go fix herself a bowl of cereal, but would it yes. be to the what you would like for her to eat or, you know, what you would think would be appropriate to start a day? I think if I, if I went ahead and I set them up with things, because obviously, like, you know, they're, they're younger, they're, you know, they can reach the toaster, they could go ahead and do something, you know, like pull something out of the freezer, put it in the toaster. A lot of times my kids are really easy. They just want like some fruit. Okay, perfect. I'll wash some grapes for you, go to town, you know, what have you. Um, there's also these things called just crack an egg. They can't do that. There'll be eggshells all <laughs> into the little yeah. thing. Yeah. So obviously they need some assistance there. But could they do cereal and milk? Sure. You know, well, it might be all over the the dining room, but that's that's all right. You know, it, it is what it is. But uh, they could do that. Can they dress themselves? Yes. Um, but half the time it's, well, I can't find my socks. I oh can't do God. this. Right? How, right? How about that? Yeah. And so even when they were in uniform to school, mm-hmm. it was literally, I can't find my uniform pants. You have four to five pants that are mm-hmm. all the same color, all the same size. Right. Where did they go? Right. Because there's no kids walking around this house that are in size medium pants, borrowing them and taking mm-hmm. them out of the house. I know that for sure. Mm-hmm. And it's not like we live in an 8,000 square foot castle. We right. have a very, very modest size home. Mm-hmm. And where did it go? Where, where did these things go? And this happens even now. I mean, it's not as, it's, for some reason, it's not as bad right now than it was when they were in uniform school because they're they're not they don't have to go to a school that doesn't have uniforms. Mm-hmm. So they wear everyday clothes. Now I've noticed that they're they're not as scrambling as when they were in uniform. I remember uniform mornings, I can't find my shirt. It's like what do you mean? I remember one time I lost my sheets and I asked Kyle to clean his room or if he couldn't find something. And we have a one thousand fifty square foot home. And his bedroom is probably 50 square feet of that. 
And he said he couldn't find it, and I just lost it. I literally, I picked up his bed, and I just turned it upside down. I'm like, oh, they're right underneath here. And he wow. just like looked at me, and I literally just picked it up with one hand, and I just tipped it. I tipped the entire frame, everything. I'm like, wow. I set it back down. I'm like, oh, look at all this stuff underneath the bed I just found now. We're going to have to clean that when you get home. And I said it just <laughs> like that with a smile. <laughs> that little smile of yours is a little sinister. Let me just tell you. I said it just like that. But then I decided, like, you know what? Let's see what's inside your drawers. It was a complete, what, what they would call a uh, a, a room, uh, what they call it, shakedown in jail. Oh, my gosh. I flipped his room inside out. I'm like, you got a messy room. You got to clean it when you get home. Like, it should have been clean before I even had to start looking for things. We never had that problem again. But I say everything at this tone, and I say it with a smile. And I say, slow, clean your room. And that's it. Does, does Kyle have any posters on his walls? Because you know he might be tunneling his way. <laughs> Shawshank <laughs> Redemption. <Yes. laughs> Andy Dufresne. <laughs> just saying, right? Andy Dufresne, where did he go? Oh, my gosh. I love that movie. But anyway, I digress. But... Yeah, it, it's it, you know it's it's amazing, and and the, the whole socks aspect because my daughter has to wear these like white knee highs. I'm sorry, I only buy a certain number of white knee highs. Did did the washing machine eat them? I mean, and to your point, yeah, there's amazing things that you find underneath the bed. <laughs> You're like, okay, I think the holy grail is underneath yeah. there too. But come on, are, are they hoarders? Are the kids hoarders? They they hide things like stuff things. <gasps> They just, I mean, they, they have treasures. Like, you know, Tim always teases me that I have all these treasures. And I'm like, yeah, well, I just, in, in Tim's family, they threw everything away. And in my family, you know, we just, we saved some stuff, you know? Like some or a lot? You can walk in my house. So there's Don't not judge like, me. there's not like Don't 95 cats me. running around and you got to jump through like <laughs> no. 2016's Penny Saver magazine. Oh my, oh my gosh, the Penny Saver. <laughs> I do think I have some old Sears catalogs. Yes, though. the service merchandise catalogs yes. from like oh, 1984 yes. all the way to present day. Maybe some phone books. So to st- so in the morning, more yeah. or less to split it up and, yeah. and that yeah. will lessen the laundry for yes. that day because yes. then when you go to work it's literally it's it's a whole different basket yes but that's piled onto the basket that you just already started from right. home right and i think too it depends okay are you, you know like we're talking about are you working from home or do you actually have to go into an office because i think if you go into an office that there's a whole nother degree right. of you know the whole commuting aspect actually physically getting yourself ready because you know i'm at home yeah i have to go on camera but I only have to look good for like, you know, the neck up, you know, I'm a mess. <laughs> I am, but because I don't have time. Yeah. You know, and unfortunately, and Sarah, you know this, moms put themselves last most of the time. You know, my, my nails aren't manicured. I'm not, I'm oh not Oh my God, wearing, those are atrocious. I know, Get right? Get her socks to put on her hands. You too, put right? socks on your hands. You know? Get four socks. Everyone has socks in their hands. It's not like I'm going to the spa. Well, mine are manicured. I go to the spa. <laughs> Those... See, that's the problem. You guys are going to the mm-hmm. spa while, you know, the moms are, you know, over here yes. taking care of everything. Tilling the land and, and getting right? the eggs and milking the cows. <laughs> so the the help, the, yeah. the splitting of the duties in the morning, that's huge. Yes. Then you go to work, that's a whole other discussion. Yes. But in the morning, what are some of the things that fill the basket right away? Like you're just like, 
F this, I am about to lose my sheets. What um, what are some of the things for you and, and some of your peers where I don't know if moms talk about this stuff. Like there's some secret mom, mom blogs where you're like, hey, yeah. don't tell the husbands that we're going to talk about this today, <laughs> but they're they're real derelicts. <laughs> Um, I, I, I mean, I think, I think sometimes, so, you know, one of the things is I tell the, the kids because we obviously go to uniform school and while that works for us, I tell the children, here is a hamper. I need you when you come home from uniform school, put the uniforms in the hamper, not next to, not on top of actually inside the hamper this specific hamper so that I can make sure that there's enough shirts and jumpers and pants and et cetera, ready to go for the rest of the week. Because while we have, you know, quite a bit, we don't have enough for like one each day. And my daughter has now decided that she likes to wear one of the like polo shirts, the same thing that my son wears underneath her jumper instead of like the frilly white, like blouse okay, fine, I'm not going to go ahead and I'm not going to fight you on that. Well, now then that's that many less shirts that I have for my son. So it's it's just, it's so it's it's trying to make sure that you have that. when you, Or when you think that they've put it in the washer and you do a load of wash and then you go ahead and put it in the dryer and you're like, well, crap, they didn't put their uniforms in there. So now I got to figure out what am I going to do? Um, that's That's stressful. What's also stressful is when they don't take their and put their lunch sacks away, you know, maybe, you know, we've got the little cold packs, you know, sometimes you're like, I thought you emptied this and you open it up and you're like, okay, this looks like it's got mold on it and it's just been overnight. Thanks a lot, I don't kids. remember giving you guys a prune, mom, it's an apple. <laughs> right, right. You know, but just like little things like that or, you know, I hate to say this is something so silly, but like. You plan in your head, okay, I've got to pack lunches. This is what I'm going to give the children for lunch. They have a kind of a routine. Well, somebody ate all the lunch, mate. Well, guess what? Jewel's not open yet, so I can't. I, what am I going to make? And then it's like, okay, peanut butter and jelly, or here's here's a cheese sandwich. Not grilled. Here's a slice of cheese on a piece of bread. Good luck, kids. With some mail. Right? Right? But, but, you know, these are the things because in your mind, you're like, oh, my gosh. I personally, I, I need to do the grocery shopping. When I send my spouse out to do the grocery shopping, like I, I get things that are not, not, not cool with me. And I'm very particular. Like what does he come that. home with like a ba- a box of like honey smacks <laughs> and like, <laughs> like Oberweiss chocolate milk, which is the yummiest, yummiest stuff ever. Well, we, we are Oberweiss. Um, we we're on the delivery. Ooh, yeah. Oh yeah. Big timers. Well, I that, delivery that's, milk. Oh yeah. We so get the milk, milk man delivered. comes to the house. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. 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 <laughs> Let me tell you. Let me tell you. We do get, we do get, that's our, that's our splurge is the, wow. is the Oberweiss milk. Must be nice. We have one of them over by our house, Sarah. <laughs> one of those rich people. <laughs> oh God. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, we stopped doing that. <gasps> no. Yeah, it was a little too heavy for those little hands. Oh, it was like two. Poor thing. <laughs> he wasn't two. <laughs> well, yeah, right. But um, when when I sent Tim out, he just, he, he'll get things that I'm like, I just, I like my lunch meat sliced very thin. I'm just saying. Like and shaved? Like not, just above shaved. I want it to be transparent. Do you want friends too? 
I, I know, right? I got problems. I do. You know, it's screw friends. <laughs> what can I say? <laughs> Shave lunch meat drives me up a wall. No, I'm not saying it all the way shaved. I'm saying I want it to be transparent. I'm very particular with my crocus ham and, and you know, my, my hard salami. So, like, when you were a kid getting crocus yeah. ham, they, they didn't give it to you, like, on the uh, four blade? Like, on the four no, no, no. Really? No, no. So it's literally like a sheet. It's like I, I literally I went ahead and I had this discussion with my dad the other day because my dad likes his crocus ham sliced thick. So when yes. he goes and gets it, I'm like, yeah, I'm like, it's disgusting. I said I will never eat this. I go, I need mine shaved, like almost to the point of being shaved, but it needs to be like transparent. I need to be able to see through my crocus ham. Why? I just like it thinner. It's better when it's thinner. Did you have like a traumatic incident as a kid with Maybe. thick crocus ham? I think so. Do you I think choke I'm on it? I I can't eat it. I can't eat it. You can't thick. eat if it's thick. No. Have you ever had Crocus hand squares? No. Where they cut a, a little inch and then they and then no. you cut it in little tiny no. squares and no. put sticks in it no, with cheese. No, I couldn't eat it. No, I couldn't eat it. Oh my no. god. I can't no. wait to have Crocus hand again. <laughs> I'm so hungry. About to eat this microphone. <laughs> anyway. Okay, I'm sorry. No, I, sorry. No, I I'm just trying to think of like things that a spouse can do. Like I'm a control freak, you know, and I'll be the first one to, you know admit that you know and I was a lot more high strung when Tim and I first got married I will tell you that much he is like calmed me down I have to give him props because he's the ultimate zen master himself oh yes he's literally like out of a Grateful Dead concert from like (laughs) 1975 but it's 2021 he's so chill all the time Uh, really yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. Well, not really, but no. it, it, it puts, this, yeah. another, this might be another show we could talk right? about. I know, this. right? Doctor Jekyll, Mister Hyde. <laughs> but so anyway, there's certain there's certain aspects that I like to do, and there's other aspects that I wish that we can go. Okay, let's tag team this. You know. But can you? To some degree, but I can. But other times, it's like in your mind, you have things you want things to be done a certain way. And then when it's not done a certain way, when your basket is really, you know, getting full and things are not done a certain way, it's those little things that just grate on your nerves and then you lose your sheets. But when you want things done a certain way, this is a great because my (laughs) mom would lose her sheets every Christmas season. It was scheduled. Like my brother and I knew exactly when mom was going to flip her sheets. We knew it immediately. We knew when and how. Wow. And Sarah doesn't flip her sheets during Christmas. There's some things that flip her sheets during Christmas time. But I think I've learned how not to do that finally. Mm-hmm. But if I need to turn it on, I will. <laughs> See? He knows the buttons to push. If I, no, but there there are certain things where that you, if you want it done a certain way, then do it. But then why fly off the handle? It's something that you insisted had to be done this way. And as a significant other, I'm like, okay, do it that way. Mm-hmm. But then if I don't, if something goes wrong, then it's immediately my fault. It's just like the discussions yeah. you have with loved ones or significant others, which I'm sure this happens at all different homes. What's wrong? Nothing. What's wrong? Nothing. Okay, I'm going to ask you one more time, but I'm not going to ask you again. Mm-hmm. What's wrong? Well, listen, so this, and then it goes into it. Mm-hmm. This isn't, this is uniform. I think this is uniform in every relationship. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When things have to be done a certain way and you insist they have to be done a certain way, and then they're not based off of actions that you've chosen, why are the sheets lost? Hmm. 
stumped them both. We got, um, I got we got two confused. It's like double Jeopardy looks I'm getting from both of you guys. But it, Sarah, th- this is stuff that I'm sure is discussed in every home, or this happens in every home. Am I correct, Bev? I think I think so. Because I got both of you I guys stumped so. on this. No one's got any responses because this is a tough question. What are the things that a significant other can do to make sure that that this point doesn't happen of things have to be done a certain way and then I try to help and then sheets are lost versus going a different route so there's no boil over. The laundry basket doesn't fill over by the time it's 8 a.m. You know, I it's a it's a tangled web. Like because I can tell you myself, I can't give up control. I'm a control freak. I can't I can't give it up. I can give certain tasks like here is a list. Go you know go do this. If I give my significant other certain tasks to do, it's like I'm. I'm comfortable to some degree, but even then there'll be times when he'll get the wrong things. It'll drive me crazy. I think, I think there's just this overwhelming overarching pressure that we as mothers put on ourselves. We want things to be perfect. We want to be a part of everything. We see time fleeting. Our kids are growing up. They're growing up fast. We don't want that to happen. We want to be there for all those important events. We also, a lot of, you know, moms are working. We're trying to provide for our families. We're trying to create these memorable experiences so that when these kids grow up, they go ahead and they look at us and they're like, wow, you know, mom really, she really went above and beyond. You know, remember that party she threw us or remember those notes she would put in our, you know, our lunch sacks or, you know, do you remember when, you know, we wanted to to do this and she saved up all, you know, her money or whatever to, to go ahead and help us. It's like, we want to do all of this because we know that our time is limited. You know, I mean, you think about it, 18 years goes by yes. so fast. And how about 12 years or 10 years oh, in your case, 12 years gosh. in our case. I don't know how 10 years has gone by. You know, how did a decade just go by? I feel like I blinked. And it's so almost Christmas time. I know that that's crazy to we me. We just got out of Christmas time. <laughs> right? But I think it's just we, we put all this all this pressure on ourselves because we want things to be, you know, perfect. You know, I want to decorate for fall. The past couple of years I haven't because I've run out of time. And even, you know, Scott, we decorated for fall. Oh. Look at that right there. <laughs> but that's been burning it's since a, August. It's a beautiful candle. <laughs> Is it pumpkin? It's fallish. <laughs> oh well, yeah, of course. Stick. That's that's fall. Cinnamon. But it's been burning cinnamon. since end of July, early August since we nice. got it. August. There you yeah. go. So we're we're ahead of the curve. Just like yeah. I left my Christmas lights up from last year. Which I appreciate. That's how I identify the house. You know what? And I'm the first one up for this season. <laughs> Hush your mouth. <laughs> Sarah, come be on a microphone so no one has to like turn up the volume when they hear you. No? Okay. I, there's just there's just this pressure, Kyle. And that's just, what do you think that's what it stems from? And Sarah, you can nod yes or no. Is it the pressure of perfection? Is it the pressure it's of it's Say that again? Yeah, come closer here. Uh what see? Every time she's here, she says she's never gonna be on the microphone. I but love guess when what? Sarah's on the microphone. She's awesome. Yeah, she I'll tell you she's got a better face for radio than I do. 
So it's you said it's the internal pressure. Now you're gonna have to come up here. We have to act like we're coupled, like we love each other. Fake it. Yeah. So you said it's an internal pressure. It's the internal. It's not the first time she fake it. <laughs> That's another show. Thank you. It's another show with something close to your face. It's a microphone. <laughs> Wait, innuendos don't get us a, a graphic rating. No, 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 not at all. Okay. Not at all. Okay. So you said it's the internal pressure. It's the internal pressure that I think females put on themselves. It's, we, we just but put what, more pressure on ourselves. Why? Because we feel like we have to be perfect. For who? For everyone that we're providing for. So right. is, is that something that... We'll say more of a, a a female trait, and this is gonna. I'm someone's gonna nail me to the cross of throwing some IST word, but is this something uh, a female trait that it's that you may feel that you're constantly being judged and scrutinized? And as cliche as that is, is everyone you always hear that thing? Everyone's judging. They're judging. They're judging. Do you feel that? And then do you feel that like in your own home? Well, my kids will think that I'm not a good enough mom, or Tim will think, or Kyle will think I'm not a good enough wife because. I didn't do the Christmas tree this way, or I didn't put up the garland, or I didn't put out the August lit candle. You know, is are all those pressures little pieces of sheets that go into the laundry basket? Yeah, I think so, and and I also think that like places like social media amplify I, it. Oh, completely because it's for, it's fantasy land. It, well, it's like, well, look what I did. Look what I did. Look what I did. Look what I did. And you're just like, you know, you want to be Martha Stewart or you want to sit down and do crafts with your kids. But half the time, you're just lucky if you can put a home-cooked meal on the, you know, and, and, and on the table. And I know I can say, honestly, I personally feel bad because my little girl, she wants to do crafts. And so I was like, well, mommy, when are we going to sit down and do crafts? You never have time. I go, yeah. And that's what stinks. Because you feel like you don't have time. Because you're you're running a million miles a minute. You're trying to do all these things, provide for them, give them experiences. I mean, even like pre-COVID, I'll be honest with you, like we would pick up and we would go and do things. It's like, oh, the house is a mess. Who cares? We're going to drive to St. Joseph, Michigan, and we're going to go swimming for the day or, you know, go get ice cream or, you know, whatever the case is. Because it was like, okay... Because you want to give these kids experiences so that they can go back and remember, oh, remember when we used to do this and do something fun, you know, cleaning the house isn't fun. The kids don't want to do that. Cleaning their room, organizing, getting rid of stuff. They don't, they don't, that's not fun. But when do you fit it in? When do you fit in all the cleaning and everything else with having to work full time, you know? And, you know, I know some moms that don't work full-time, so I don't want it to be, like, just moms that work, you know, full-time. There's other moms that don't work full-time, but maybe they've got a pretty full plate, too. Sometimes they've got, you know, kids that have, like, I know some that have, you know, learning disabilities, so they're trying to put in that extra time to be the secondary teacher, you know, sitting down and trying to, to do that. Or caretakers for parents Completely. or aunts or uncles or yes. older relatives. There's, there's so many situations, and unfortunately, it kind of comes on. Comes on the mom. Mom. It does, you know? I'm not saying you guys aren't compassionate and stuff, because, I mean, I'm going to be the first one to tell you. My spouse, you know, especially with my mom having the knee surgery and all the follow-up doctor's appointments, he's been stellar. He's taken the time off because I don't because I just started this job. He's been the one that's been taking her to all her follow-up appointments. I'm very blessed, and I know that. 
And, you know, I tell him all the time what a great guy he is, you know, I, um, but yeah, I, I put these, this pressure on myself. And I think part of it too is I, I need a creative outlet. My job currently is not a creative outlet for myself. So I'm a much more creative person than my job, my day-to-day allows me to be. So I want to make a really cool birthday party or have a cool experience. I, I want to be able to do that for my kids, you know? The big standing joke is I like to scrapbook. I don't have time to scrapbook, but I like to scrapbook. I'm still working on the honeymoon. I'm just saying. There's a lot of planning that goes on in that. <laughs> right? But it's just another pressure that you put on yourself, you know? And then, you know, like you brought up the fact that, you know, Christmas and, you know, the holiday season's coming, you know, fast. Well, then what are you going to do? You're going to start getting, I got to get the pictures done because I got to get the family picture yeah, on Yeah, we got to get ours done. Right? I mean, think put about it. Put on the it. calendar, will you? <laughs> Ow! <laughs> Come on, you didn't have to hit me. We'll talk about spousal abuse later. Don't uh, hit me. <laughs> but but again, I love you. You know, and then, you know, who do you think's you know buying Christmas presents or you know wrapping? Santa. Santa. Yes, very much so. Yeah. You know, but like for all the family members, like I got a ton of cousins, love them, but it's like I got to try and. Oh, don't even get me going on that. Right. I buying for everybody. It's insane. I know. My, my family's popping out kids like rabbits in heat <laughs> right now. They're literally like gremlins when you get them wet, and they just start popping out left and right. Oh, jeez. That's what's going on. The other girl, the other sisters are getting married. I guarantee you within a year, there's going to be like 15 more grandkids. Oh, my goodness. Nieces and nephews. 15. Yeah, they're like gremlins. Well, they get wet after midnight. Oh, yeah. And then they multiply. <laughs> <laughs> that was the most horrible. I know. I know. What a movie. But it's just, it, there's just a lot of pressure. Yeah. And I feel like, like I mentioned, you know, social media, I feel like the world is just so fast paced. People want instant gratification. They want, you know, instant acknowledgement. And, you know, and sometimes I'll be honest with you, I throw my hands up and I'm like, I'm out. Like, I can't, I can't do it. You know, my spouse has been off of Facebook since it's been the best, best thing ever. He's not wasting his time looking at people <laughs> that he barely knows you know, and, you know, he's like, hey, I wish him all the best, but I don't need this. So, unfortunately, moms, again, sometimes need the social media because people post things about school or, you know, classes, homework, et cetera, et cetera. So, it's just, you can't get away from it. It's just, I think our entire world is just going at such a fast pace, and I just really wish that there was a way we could slow down. What would be your recommendation, Sarah? What would you be your recommendation to slow down, to to put it all on on s- speed one versus speed ten? You you see this, and I get the biggest kick, and I'll flat out say it now, mm-hmm. since I'm not a part of this that this uh, culture anymore, the world of the mom's board. Sure. Some of the stuff I remember, Sarah would I would read it, like what's going on, just so I could stay in the loop. And I would read some of this stuff, mm-hmm. and it was some of the the craziest. I, I couldn't imagine even writing some of the concerns. Right. But now, after listening to you for a little while, and and also understanding over the years, those are valid concerns purely for the fact that 
life is going by so fast Mm -hmm. for some of these moms that the craziest thing that I think is insane, lunatic insane, it's a real issue Mm -hmm. for that mom at that time because they probably have 19 fires going and one hose trying to put it out where you know the the, uh, a a post someone would put on there like um where am i gonna find red white and blue laces for red white and blue day is this really a a, i mean it's it's something as trivial and silly as that but because their laundry basket is literally overflowing overflowing with sheets Mm -hmm. that they've lost their sheets right and now this minor minor issue that's actually not even an issue is a major issue because they have no more room to store their sheets right now they lost their sheets Mm -hmm. over something that trivial and minor you you can say um picture day is going to be coming up and i'm trying to figure out oh my gosh do i have something for pictures oh my gosh no i I don't think i do i'm gonna have to go out and find something then you want the perfect thing well i know last year when the kids had their pictures taken they came back you know, and my spouse is like, oh, they look great. And I looked at them. I go, these look like crap. And they were like, because like, how hard is it? They, you remember the plastic combs they would give you? They would hand them out in the freaking line. I and thought those like, were for lice. That <laughs> 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 was another thing. Kids don't get but, lice anymore, do they? Yeah. They get, no, they yeah, don't. Yeah, they do. Yeah. It's a real problem. <laughs> Seriously? Yeah. I thought yeah. that was the thing of the 80s. No. Yeah, I remember we got when we were kids. Yeah, <laughs> I know, right? It was like there was a. I remember it. It was horrible. We had to we use this funny shampoo and it burned our eyes. Right, and then you had to like leave it in your hair, and it yeah. was like all and yes. you sleep like that. And they had to do. Oh yeah, it was yeah yeah. But I haven't heard of it since. No, it's a real. It's a real thing. Oh. Yeah, it's a real thing. I chalked it up as a pandemic of the time. But like, I I freaked out and. Literally was like, I was calling, I was like emailing. I'm like, you need, we need to get on the, the list to go ahead and have these retaken, you know? And the kids were a little bit mortified because of the fact, I think that I made a probably bigger deal of it than it needed to be. But of course, again, it's the whole essence of, I wanted it to be What's perfect. the perception of it? Is it perfect? Right. Because these pictures are going to be with their class lists. I want to send them out to family. You know, it's for all eternity, you know? I mean... And you wanted it to be perfect. And, you know, frankly, I wanted to be like, can I be the mom stylist that stands there and like makes sure like that? I mean, literally, my daughter had a dress and she had a little coat that went over the dress. Well, like one of the, the sleeves or the coat was like off her shoulder. I'm like, Who's, who doesn't say, hey, kid, put your put it back on your because shoulder. Because in today's time, you can't. That might be the style and you might hurt the feeling. Oh, my gosh. That's why. I'm over it. Oh, I'm over that too. I'm but so <laughs> Or maybe she's trying to go for the nineteen eighty four Madonna material girl look. Oh, let me tell you. Right. The gloves, the right, mesh gloves. Exactly. So I think oh, I think I it comes microphone. back to sorry about that. Oh, I'm sorry. No, I hit it. I think it just comes back to this sense of perfection and wanting your children to look back on their childhood fondly and you know, have some cool memories and it's just, it's a lot of pressure. Is it mostly self-imposed pressure? I think, I, I think it's a little bit of both, honestly, because I think from a societal perspective, 
you know, you, you know, I don't want to say you're competing, but it's out there. And the thing is, you know, your kids feel it. Oh, well, you know, little Johnny over there got to go ahead and do, you know, this or had this opportunity. And why is little Susie not participating in this activity? You know, and it's, it's a constant one-upping. Yeah. Societal one-upping. Yes. And it's tiring. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I, I do. I, I feel that it's, um, I mean, you know, in, in our home, there was a point a couple years ago where uh, Maggie had friends that had bigger homes. Okay. And we got asked that pretty often, didn't we? Why can't we move over here? And Really? Yeah. Why can't we, you know, I like my own bedroom. So-and-so has their own bedroom or they have their own room here. They go down here or whatever. And at the time she was mature enough where we could we i explained it in a way of one this is this is what mom and dad have and we're very proud of what we have right just like how their mom and dads are proud of what we have they have this is best for our family yes you know this is what's best for us we work very hard for what we have here just like how they're they work very hard for what they have well we, we don't want that we want this we want this for our home, for our family, because this works best for our family. And it sort of tapered off, and I, I think she got it. I think she understood understood that in her younger, I mean, this happened a couple of years ago, but in, in, that, in her own mind, she mm-hmm. understood it. But we, we would hear that all the time. We don't hear it as much anymore because they're still in the infancy stages of making friends. I mean, they're starting to make friends okay. in their new school. But once they're embedded in those friends, I'm sure the first thing, you know, specifically uh, my daughter, you know, with making new friends is, well, so-and-so can go to the mall. They'll probably, or so-and-so can go do this by themselves. And and that, that will be the new, that'll be the new one-upping, I would say, mm-hmm. that we're going to have to deal with. Yeah. And then as a parent, like you were saying, well, can't do that. You know, and then you're under the pressures of keeping up with, you know, another kid or another family of what they have and what they don't have. Well, when does that stop? Does that ever stop? I don't, I don't think it ever stops because as a parent, you want your kids to have more than you had. Right. So you More want, or better? Be, well, like, like better. Better off than what you had. So, like, that's why you try to create these different experiences because, like, maybe you didn't, weren't able to go on those vacations and stuff like that. So you want to provide that for your kids so that they look back and be like, oh, we did this, but now with my kids, I want to do a little bit, you know, it's a, it's a, right. it's a cycle. Yeah. Like, our parents probably said the same thing. I want to do more. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's right. interesting. All right, so... We're coming up on the hour mark. How fast did that go? Oh, my gosh. I know. So as just to wrap this up, more or less, it's making sure that everybody's on the same page and not mm-hmm. feeling that the load is the laundry basket. You're carrying it around. Is is that safe to say is realistic? Because from what I've gathered now, that the the feeling will always sort of be that you're carrying the major majority of the load just based off of the societal pressures. And as a motherly, you, you put mm-hmm. the self-imposed pressures on yourselves. I think as 
uh, having a partner realizing that there is that pressure that the parents or moms or whoever the main um, caretaker is does put that just acknowledging that it's there is huge yeah yeah i think that you yes we put pressure on ourselves whatever like even the littlest thing like just saying thank you for all you did right like that goes further than you know yeah just simple thank you they like we started talking this simple acknowledgement yep or a simple note or text of thank you and that's it and then you'll reply for what just because thank you right it goes a long way yeah it and really it's does something that you you hold on to for a while and then it keeps you from losing your your sheets <laughs> losing your sheets you know it it does it, it helps because the, you know that it's recognized. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think acknowledgement, like you're saying, is, is a big part of it. You know, and sometimes I think if a spouse will say, listen, I know you want it to be like this. What can I do to help without, you know, if you've got this vision, and that's, I think, one of the things, at least my spouse is, okay, you've got a vision, you want to carry it out. Okay, you do your thing. What else on the other side can I help with? And maybe give some of those tasks that you're more comfortable with handing off, you know? Not planning my parties, though. Yeah. Just no, saying. God. I, you know what? You do the parties and you can do Just 100% of the party planning because you do throw some kickbutt parties. Well, thank you. Thank you. All right. So here's some important questions. What are you listening to? Any new songs? Me? Yeah. Oh, well, you know, um, Duran Duran's got a new album. Just really? Saying, yeah. And is there any chart toppers on there yet, or is it can go right to the two dollar bin at Walmart? Hey, oh I'm just I'm being gosh, honest. What, no. Don't pull that leg here. Have out. you seen? Seriously, they they've actually played um a bunch of shows overseas. I'm just so bummed with the current state of the world. I would love to yeah. fly over to the UK and uh, and check it out. But you know, we got some stuff going on there. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm Duran, anxious. Duran Duran. Duran. It's all about it. Here's Invisible. a new song. I don't know how new this is, but I've heard this song and I downloaded it and the kids knew it immediately. I'm going to play it right now. It's this song called Fancy Like. Have you heard this? Fancy Like? Yeah. The, no, I know it's not Duran Duran, but it's a newer song. Have you heard this? They no, sing about Applebee's. No, I don't listen to Twangy. This was very, very, like, I play this at dinner because I can't listen really? to people chew. They say something about Applebee's, and that's all I know. It's very catchy. Yeah, here it comes. There's Applebee's. I've, I think I've heard this song. Yeah. You know? But, yeah. That's the latest download on here. Really? The other downloads the kids have recently downloaded is the Moana soundtrack. Oh, wow. And the reason for that is, I got a big announcement. I'm going to be Maui for Halloween. Get out. And Bree's going to be Moana. <gasps> That's awesome. I love it. You're welcome. I love it. You like that? So oh, Moana, yeah. that's number f- three album of the downloaded of my top ten. I'm going to give you the top ten albums that Very have recently nice. been downloaded by our family. This one right here. Let's see if you know which one this is. (laughs) 
Here we here it is. <gasps> yes. This is it. the oh, nightmare God. before Christmas. Seriously, it's right it's right here, man. Jack Slaminant. That's number four. Number five album. Here it is. This was just downloaded on the Hastings playlist. The now the Charlie Brown Christmas by the Vince Guaraldi trio is my favorite Christmas album, oh period. Gosh. And we're gonna talk about that when we get closer to Christmas. We're gonna do a Christmas movie draft. And we're gonna have to Gosh. pick our top ten wow. Christmas movies. Are you serious? Yes, that's gonna be the show. That's gonna be one of the shows coming up in December. Is the I, Christmas movie I draft? Can't wait. All right. Well, then we'll do it in November. That's good. Oh my gosh! I gotta start writing mine down. So we're gonna do the draft. Okay. Here is album number six that was downloaded recently. And this is an awesome song. It is. This is a very good. Here it is. Oh yeah. I love them. Download their new one. I'm, I'm almost out of space. I don't care. I d- delete everything else. Yeah, Just so keep all the Duran Duran. That, that is the top six. I'm telling you. And then the it. other album that's it's been finally downloaded was a new Metallica. Uh, cover album. I don't know if you're into Metallica. All these bands did covers of Metallica songs. Really? So one of my favorite uh, hard rock metal band is called Ghost. Okay. And they are playing February 22nd at the Rosemont Horizon. And I'm going to get tickets. Wow. Yeah, I'm going to send you a video of these guys. Theatrical geniuses. What do you wow. think of this voice? <laughs> yeah, what do you think? Wow. Wait until I show you a photo of what these guys look like. Really? Yeah. What this voice is a very classic, classically yeah. trained voice. Yeah. Really? Isn't this amazing? Yeah. I've seen these guys several times. Very nice. Yeah. I dig it. There's this version. This is Enter Sandman by Ghost. I love it. Now it picks up. There we go. Right? There's this version, and then there's this version that I absolutely love. It's a band called, where's it at? Goodnight Texas. And they sing a song called Of Wolf and Man. Really? Yeah. It's like, I don't even know what you would call this. Is this like a folk? I was going to say, it sounds kind of folky. I mean, listen, it's just beautiful. Wow. Yeah. So it's a whole album of like just different versions, different styles of music. That's pretty cool. Singing Metallica songs. Yeah. I think I've listened to all 27 songs at least two or three times all the way through just because each time I'm like, oh, I like this song. It's a good song. I like how they arranged it. Very so cool. yeah, so those are the music. But we were gonna be we're gonna be putting together a Christmas draft, so that's All something right. to plan on. We're gonna do the Christmas draft, and we should probably do, um, how many days of Christmas? What what is the, what's the song? The twelve days. Twelve days of Christmas. Yeah. We're gonna do the twelve picks of Christmas, oh, wow. and this is gonna be a multiple part series where we're gonna do the twelve movies of Christmas. 
we're going to do the 12 Christmas songs. Wow. The 12 Christmas toys from our lifetimes. Oh, man. I got to start okay. this stuff down. I'm so excited. This, this is going to be good. Yeah. Okay. And then we should have, so we got songs. We got movies. Mm-hmm. We have toys. toys. What should be the last one? Um, 12 Christmas desserts or foods. Ooh. Yes. Beautiful. I love that. Now I'm hungry. Okay. So then, so this is going to be, cause this is going to be going up probably tonight. I'm going to, I'm going to download this and get this online tonight. Okay. So this is something that our listeners could submit as well. We can read off their picks. Cool. So listeners, and I will do some reminders along the way, start Start putting together your 12 picks of Christmas, your 12 favorite Christmas movies, your 12 favorite Christmas songs, your 12 favorite all-time Christmas toys, your 12 all-time favorite Christmas foods. And then maybe we can think of something beforehand of uh, like a Christmas holiday favorite. Now holidays though, we're going to say that, and I'm going to include this into the holiday movie. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go as far into November as Thanksgiving because I consider planes, trades, and automobiles a Christmas movie. It's a holiday movie. Even though it's a Thanksgiving movie. Sure. It's still a holiday movie. Okay. So you can include that. I'm setting that rule right now. Planes, trains, and automobiles is included as a Christmas movie because Santa Claus does show up on the Macy's Parade, which technically starts the Christmas season. Yeah, I don't watch that parade. I hate it now. I get so pissed because they have like microphones that are the size of basketballs to hide their mouths because they're so bad lip singing. Yeah. And then it's like all these Broadway, off-Broadway show tunes that they're advertising. It's the biggest advertisement for stuff that I'm not even interested in at all except for Santa Claus. See? They don't even do the balloons anymore. They don't even show the balloons. What? I don't watch it because of who sponsors it, but there you go. Yeah, I don't know. Macy's? Yeah. Macy's isn't even around anymore. It's, they got like one store and it's in New York City. Wow. They abandoned us here in the Chicagoland region. They Are they still here? Yeah, they, they're still oh. here. Okay. They, well, they haven't really quite abandoned us yet then. <laughs> well, there goes our Macy's sponsorship. We just dogged them. That's okay. I wouldn't want it to be associated Maybe we can have them. a float in the Macy's Day Parade where we just like make fun of everybody <laughs> so they drive on the street. <laughs> oh, my Lord. What what do you do on on Thanksgiving morning? On Thanksgiving morning, yeah. I'm cooking, honey. Do you want to do a podcast Thanksgiving morning where we just critique the Macy's Day Parade, <laughs> where we just like rip it to shreds the first hour of the Macy's Day Parade? <laughs> we'll have to talk about it. That'd be great. We could cook, <laughs> right? Exactly. We'll mic you up. We'll have like one of those portable microphones that you're cooking, and I can hear like you cuss underneath your breath because it, someone spilled sauce. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my dad bought like a 22-pound turkey for like six people. <laughs> is that is that enough? Well, I, I Again, this is a total. Oh, Kyle. <laughs> How big of a turkey do you need? You don't need that big of a turkey. That's a lot of don't leftovers. Don't you want turkey leftovers? Yeah, but not for like weeks. <laughs> have you ever deep fried a bird? I have never deep fried a bird. I'd like to deep fry a bird. So we made we made a bacon bird once, and we put um, White Castle stuffing in the middle of it and deep Get fried out. it. Sarah, really? Yeah, it was amazing. Wow. It, 
yeah, now if I have anything with White Castle, literally I would probably like liquefy my organs and they would come out. I would look like the guy at the end of RoboCop when the acid spills on him. He's like walking around. <laughs> I like White Castles, but I haven't had them and well, Tim won't eat them. So. I haven't had them over a year. Yeah. I'm afraid to have it. There's a couple things I'm afraid of having. Why? Because you just keep eating them? Uh, no, I'm afraid of how I'm going to feel. Like my stomach. Just I don't want to. serve f- a bathroom and yeah, there's not- <laughs> in your house. This is mine. I'm calling dibs, guys. <laughs> dibs. <laughs> have a tub on standby just in case I got to hop in the tub. Right. <laughs> All right. We're at five. Well, no, we're at one hour <laughs> and 15 minutes. Coming up on one hour, 16 minutes. Well, thanks, Bev. Kyle. I so appreciate the time tonight. Thank you. Always a pleasure. What were you expecting? I didn't know what to expect. I was actually trying to think about some topics myself of things I wanted to discuss. What do you want to talk about next time? Mm, I don't. I've got some ideas. All right. I'll 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 let you know. No teasers because those you like the ones that when they just shoot right out at you and you're just like whoa like how I just said hey right right. what what makes you flip your sheets? (laughs) You didn't expect that at all. (laughs) No, I didn't. No, but it's good. I and I think a lot of you know. A lot of moms will relate exactly to what you and Sarah were talking about. And for a dad, you know, this is always like the ongoing battle. Let's play the psychology game of what will not get her to flip her sheets. There you go. But yet I lose every time because somehow the sheets are always flipped because I end up doing something stupid. But I don't mean to do something stupid, but it's perceived as stupid. (laughs) It's perceived as stupid. And how fast did she come out of that room when I said, what sets off moms? And then that head came down. She she literally like gravit she like floated like a like a ghost, like the nun from the Blues Brothers right down the <laughs> stairs into the seat. She was she was buckled in, ready to box. She was ready to go. It's all good. It's all good. All right, you have a good night, and I gotta thank my sponsors of Vittori Foot and Ankle Specialist at Homer Glen and New Lenox, Illinois. Doctor Amit Thakar and Doctor Christopher Vittori. They are fantastic. Thank you so much. I want to thank Palermo's of 63rd Street Pizza, Frankfurt, Illinois, Chicago, 63rd and Hamlin, as well as Maryville, Indiana, Northwest Indiana. They have also a beautiful spot that's relatively newer. I want to thank TM Tire in Crestwood, Illinois, and New Lenox, Illinois. And they do tires for cars, semi-trucks, regular trucks, retreads. I've read this several times. My man, Tommy Accomando over there, he is... He's the best. And I want to thank uh, my microphone sponsor, Mr. Robert Parsons, and your microphone sponsor, Miss Amy Parsons. This is the Mr. and Mrs. Robert and Amy Parsons microphones because they sponsor the microphones as a family contributor to the Enspray podcast. And to all the very kind people that leave very nice notes after podcasts or shoot me texts or comment, that's awesome. I ask if you guys could follow this on Facebook at Ensprite, follow us on Instagram at Ensprite, like us or follow us on whatever podcast player that you listen to this to and give us a great rating. At least give Bev a good rating and just say I'm horrible. (laughs) It's some type of rating that helps us get to five stars because that also has a ton of weight when it comes to placement and as well as all the other fun stuff to get us nationally recognized so we will eventually have a studios and we're not at the kitchen studios the kts of what katie kelly 
uh, called it, which is that's coming out next week. That's going to be a great podcast with Katie Kelly. She's a social media influencer, and we talk a lot about social media influencing, and she is a, a branding, uh, what do you would call that? She's got great recipes on Bits and Bites is her blog. It's Bits and Bites on Instagram, Bits and Bites on Facebook. She's got 55,000 followers wow. on the Tick and Talk. She had one post that got a million views on the Tick and Talk, and she talks about TikTok. Have you heard of TikTok? Uh, yes, I have. Do you have a TikTok? Uh, no, I don't know how to TikTok. T- yeah. I have a clock that goes TikTok. Mm-hmm. Well, this is the stuff the kids are doing nowadays is the Tick and Talk. And they do like these little videos, and she talks all about it. Wow. And that comes out on Monday. Awesome. Yes, I got all my plugs out. Do you got any plugs that you want to give out? No, just a shout out uh, to all of our, our listeners. Thank you for tuning in. Fantastic. Do you have any shout outs, sir? Anything? No, no shout outs at all. Awesome. A lot of good podcasts coming out. You guys rock, and we will talk to you later.